I just started this podcast so we can stop Gary from talking about what he did. So welcome everyone to the podcast. <laughs> what do you mean I did? <laughs> I didn't do nothing. That's oh, what yeah, Alfonso would have done. Uh, oh my god. Do I really need to introduce ourselves? It's me, Ga- me Gary. <laughs> yeah, what's up Gary? How's it going? My name is Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I did need to introduce ourselves. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> it's Gary. Hey, Gary. <laughs> oh, hey. How are you doing? I'm pretty good, man. How are you? No worries. Uh, not bad, thank you. And Alfonso. Hey, Alfonso. Hello, hello. <laughs> ah, today's podcast, everyone will get a token based on how well they were. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you ain't going to give out any tokens. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we'll jump straight into that because I don't know about you, but I have so many complaints about that. That whole um, uh, from what we've heard recently, uh, that CD Projekt Red has announced that. Well, there's been a, a leak. I don't know if it's a leak or what, but we found out that the people that were working overtime, which were a lot of overtime, by the way, it was a ridiculous amount of crunch they were getting. It was about 60 hours a week. That's yeah. 20 hours more a work week. Yeah. Anyone that was classified as a good little worker was given a token. And those tokens, if they reached over a 90 Metacritic score, they got a bonus. Now, thankfully, it seems like they've changed it, changed it a little bit. And they will get a bonus based, you know, just anyway. They don't have to be over a 90 Metacritic store anymore. I personally feel like this is stupid and wrong and shouldn't be, like, promoted. Gary, have you got anything to say? I 100% agree with you. Uh, Because now you have these people who volunteered to do overtime to get these tokens for this bonus are now finding out that the janitor is probably going to get a bonus too. And he didn't work overtime. Um, <laughs> this whole situation's a mess with that game. I think we'll talk a little more about what's going on there. But when it comes to the token thing, I 100% agree with you. I think it's ridiculous that they gave you a token saying, hey, thanks for working 20 hours a week and spend instead of spending time with your kids. Here's, um, a, here's a token for you. And hopefully all your hard work and suffering is going to get you a bonus when it should have automatically been given to you. It should be based on so. sales at, at the most. If they were going to sell on anything, it should be sales, but really it shouldn't yeah. be anything. They should just be getting a bonus for working those hours. Yep. Oh. This just Especially brings back the... This just brings back the news of when uh, was it High Moon Studios was making Deadpool. Oh. Um, and EA specifically told them to make a game that was going to be around 60 on Metacritic just so they wouldn't get a bonus. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So, uh, uh, yeah. It's, it's, the yeah, it's, it's hard for me to talk about, <laughs> quite honestly. <laughs> Alfonso, you got anything to add? It's stupid. CJ, CD Projekt could kick rocks. That makes no damn sense. There's no way I'm doing overtime for no so no stupid bonus. And I relate to this because Amazon puts me through this all the time. 
And I tell them straight, y'all can kick rocks because I'm not working 60. They want in total for a week. Uh, we're supposed to, if you do like six days, the total is 65 hours. I'm not doing 65 hours for a dollar 15 more. They they can mm. stay with that. No. So I I relate to this when they said that, and that's just stupid. No, no, I'm not doing that. So yeah, the the other thing is I I don't know obviously if a lot of them are working from studio or from home, but like even if you're working from home, you know you have to put in sixty hours, and your kids are running in the rooms mm-hmm. like come play, yep. let's do this, let's do that, and you can't concentrate, mm-hmm. which means you're gonna be working even more and even longer to catch up. You know it's it's not right. It's not. Where's right your right. Where's your time to rest if you're doing that yeah. because you have less hours to rest and then depending on your shift, then the next day or the next couple of hours, you have to go back to work. And which you'll be will make, exhausted. Yes, which will cause mistakes in your work. So, Man, if, only, if only Cyberpunk had some mistakes in it or two. If only had a couple of bugs <laughs> or glitches. <laughs> we'll get to that in a bit, but still. I, I, by the way, I'm going to say something here. That CD Projekt Red, um, this is an idea, and I do not actually suggest it to the company, to anyone that works at CD Projekt Red. This is just an idea I have, and I do not recommend it. I do not suggest it. I have a, It's just an idea I have. Please do not sue us for this idea. I just want to say this suggestion I have in my brain. Okay? okay hopefully that works. I, I doubt anyone ever is going to listen to this anyway, but still. Um... Employees, um, if your tokens are designed like the logo from CD Projekt Red and have no numbers to make them unique, there's a lot, enough fanboys out there that will pay you more for those tokens than you'll get for the bonuses, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure yeah. if those popped up on eBay, they would make rank, rack, racks of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, agreed. We do not suggest this idea. We do not promote this idea. I do. <laughs> I, pro- I I suggest it right now. Go do it. Uh, but yeah, you'll probably make more money from fanboys trying to buy your tokens than you will from the actual company giving you money. Depending on what the tokens look like, of course. If they're just like generic gold tokens, then probably not. If they've got like the CD Project Red or even the Super no, yeah, they they, they they have the the little bird. Oh yeah, they can there. make bank. <laughs> I'm not joking. Depending on how many tokens there actually are out there, they probably could sell each one for about hundred dollars, a minimum mm-hmm. probably. This is just a suggestion and an idea. Please do not sue us. We do not promote selling of private business items. I mean, it's theirs. They can do whatever they want with it. That's true. <laughs> Unless they have to give those tokens back for the next game. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be so horrible and dirty. But it sounds like everything they would do right now. Uh, I've never been a fan of CD Projekt Red, to be honest. Ever since The Witcher, I felt I I don't know. I always felt there was something CD behind the scenes. But I I I don't know. I always thought it was just biased because of the fact it was open world game. But I think I think I'm right that there's something really CD going on. <laughs> so yeah. 
But talk about Cyberpunk. Uh, it's out now. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of is a very good word to use. <laughs> uh -huh. You can download the files, but doesn't mean it's playable. You can play it, but that doesn't mean it's playable. Now, I haven't read much about it. I've just seen some of the bugs, but I'm sure Gary and Alfonso know a lot more than I do about whatever this is. Um, Go for it. I I haven't played it. Because like I said, I'm waiting for PS5. But my friend bought it for PC. And he has no issue on PC, but he also bought it on PS4. Yeah, um, he's playing it on a base PS4, which he's seen most of the bugs. He's seen below 20 frames per second. And he's seeing bugs where characters are walking through doors where the doors are still closed, walking through lockers. It's like, and it's so, like, slow in terms of the shooting. And it is is unplayable that he has to stop and he goes back to play it on PC. I don't know how Xbox is, because like I said, I don't care about Xbox. I heard Xbox has had have similar issues um i heard people who's playing it backwards compatibility on xbox and ps5 says it's a little better but it's not drastically better only approve a little bit but yeah it's still bad like to be honest this game should have been scrapped it should have been made for last gen and just it should have just been focused on next gen that's my opinion about it gary yeah, so, um, man, where to start? Yeah, the game is a disaster on last-gen consoles, um, which everybody essentially knew it was going to be. Um, I knew beforehand, um, when rumors started going around that it might get delayed from December 10th, um, which obviously it wasn't, and the reason it wasn't is to appease shareholders. That is the only reason that it wasn't delayed. Um, a lot of people who were working on the game were under the assumption that they were going to delay it. Um, and then when they reaffirmed the date, a lot of developers were actually really surprised um, because they knew this game was... CD Projekt Red even admitted that the game isn't performing to their liking on last-gen or current-gen consoles, if you want to call still call them current-gen. Um, so, what is essentially happening right now is, in my opinion, absolute hypocrisy from gamers and even reviewers and journalists, for that matter. Um, because if you remember, a certain Mass Effect game launched with similar bugs and issues, and that game mm -hmm. was completely destroyed and annihilated by everybody. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to the point where they had to issue a formal apology and their employees didn't even get to take a break, their planned vacation break after the release of the game so they, they can fix these issues. Where is that same anger to this? It, it blows my mind. And one of the best tweets that I read is if this was a game made by EA or Activision, or Ubisoft, 
it would get completely destroyed in the media. But because it's CD Projekt Red that had become this favorite of so many gamers because they won so much loyalty points with The Witcher 3 and all the free DLC and all that, which I know Ben has a lot to say, so he, we'll get to that in a little bit, Ben. <laughs> um, but to me, they did win a lot of favor because they did transparently what other studios were also doing. They just weren't saying that they were doing it that way. Um, they included a nice thank you letter for buying their game. They give you all this physical goodies inside the game case. Um, they won a lot of favor with fans with The Witcher 2 and The Witcher 3. But even The Witcher 3 was kind of a disaster when it launched. And they had to release a lot of patches to fix things. Not to this degree, though. Um, that's because they didn't work, make the game for the PS3. It was specifically designed for the PS4 and Xbox One. Um, but to see some of the things I've seen with this game, um, you can't even classify a release of this game as early access because at least early access has functioning stuff. This, from what I've seen, I haven't played it, but from what I've seen, what some of my friends have said and that they have played, the game is literally like a pre-alpha game is what they're playing. And that is terrifying to even think about. Um, right now, Sony's issuing refunds if you bought the game digitally, which they pretty much never do. Um, and it's gone to the point where Sony themselves have even contacted CD Projekt Red demanding an explanation as to why. Um, I think this is also Sony's and Xbox's fault. Uh, to a degree where they have to put these games through certification. Mm -hmm. And they should have seen this, and they should have known what was going to happen. Um, so I don't know who's certifying these games, but clearly something very fishy was going on with all of it. Um, were they testing the game on PS5 and Series X? Because like Alfonso said, they run better on those systems. But that's not what this game is released for. You have maybe 5% of the player base that has a PS5 or a Series X, and everybody else is still playing on PS4 and Xbox One because they can't get a ha their hands on a PS5 and a Series X. So they released this game knowing that the majority of players are going to have this horrendous experience. And you can see plenty of comparison screenshots from this game and old PS2 games. And the PS2 games look better. And perform better. It takes PS1 20... Comparison. Yeah. I've seen somebody literally drive their car, get out of their car, stand in front of one person, not even multiple people. One person. And it took 25 to 30 seconds for the textures to load in on the character. That is insanity. I saw a video last night because I haven't tried to watch more video, any match videos because uh, for anyone that doesn't know, I suffer uh, from epilepsy. Not too bad nowadays, but with the whole epilepsy problem with Cyberpunk, I've tried not to watch too much videos just in case mm -hmm. because I don't want to risk my health just because of a video game. Look, touch wood, I've never had problems for the last like 15 years, but I don't want Cyberpunk to be the game that causes it. Um, 
but I saw one video last night where someone threw a grenade into like there was loads of cars like parked up on the bridge that was mm -hmm. stuck. Uh, someone threw a grenade and everyone slowly walked out of their car and started dancing and then fell over. <laughs> they just like started dancing and they crouched on the ground. Or <sighs> last night where I showed the video of the mo guy motorcycling and then he T-posed on the motorcycle and then his pants fell off and then he went back <laughs> onto driving. Or what about yeah. all the penises that are out of, the, out of their pants? Penises, everything, nothing is working right. Um, some of the stuff I've seen has been just terrifying. You want to talk about the epilepsy thing, yeah. Ben. Again, I don't understand how this I don't know how that got was even people. classified without an epileptic warning because yeah. the moment you have a gun flash from a gun, that it's automatically a contender for epilepsy. It's yeah. flashing. If yeah. you have gunplay, that's an automatic classification. How do you not have this warning? That should tell you the state the game was in, that they didn't even bother to add this. But the thing is, that that's not even the worst part about the whole thing, because, yeah, they need it for the gunfire, but, you know, when you go to, like, the... I think it's called like the brain dance mode or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That's what uh, caused it for basically for the, 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 the lights on the screen flash in the same way that when you because you put that on your head and they like flash these lights to test to see if you have a seizure. And yeah. in the game it's the exact pattern and the exact same colour that's used by doctors to test seizures. Insanity. And people are praising the them. Pattern. Yeah, people are praising them for like making it better now and putting the warning. Fuck that. I'm no, not going to praise them for that. This should have happened since day one. You're making yeah. a game where everything is bright and shiny, crazy lights everywhere because it's cyberpunk. You should know yeah. how this yeah. happened. I don't understand. It's It's not good. It's not good. The game should have been delayed and downright cancelled on last gen. I'm sorry, it should have been cancelled. Um, yeah. I agree with Alfonso there. I, I was saying it for a long time. They need to cancel this last gen version. Um, because there's just no way the systems would be able to handle it. There's a reason they didn't show off the footage from Xbox One and PS4 gameplay. Yeah. Can you imagine showing that off? You know how many pre-orders they're going to lose? The fact that they made all their money back that they spent making the game just on pre-orders should tell you how bad it would have been if they would have shown that for you, if people knew what they were getting into. And I right now know. they know. I, I think they would have still made their money back just because they work in Poland. And it's they, they don't have to pay the employees as much well, as anywhere else. And, well, yeah, and Poland will help them yeah. with whatever finances they need the I, the company won't go under there but they definitely wouldn't have had the 8 million pre-orders that they had people would have cancelled maybe not to a degree that you know old oh, 5 million people cancel their pre-orders but if you look right now what I know what's going on behind the scenes is they are preparing for a class action lawsuit 
um, against CD Projekt Red, Warner Brothers, who published the game in North America, and uh, Bandai Namco, who published the game in the UK. Um, the three of them will most likely be getting sued by a class action lawsuit, and it's going to be a big one um, for false advertisement uh, and various other things. I don't know lawyer talk or anything like that to exactly know what the the class action lawsuit is going to depict, but it's essentially their cases. They never showed off footage of what players are going to be getting in their hands, um, especially with the console version. Um, they released the game in such a terrible state across the board. Like, sure, the PC version runs the best, but it still has a lot of the same glaring bugs and glitches. Um, in such a state like that, that it should never have been a full release, probably in early access, if you're lucky, they could have released it as that. Um, and multiple, multiple other issues that, that people are suing them for. So Microsoft has even commented that they're going to do better with their classification on games after this. Their, their response was more towards the epilepsy thing um, because they should have seen it when they certified the damn game. <laughs> games go through a whole process before they can be released. Multiple people could have warned them about this, and none of them did. Why? I don't understand. Games, I play puzzle games and platformers have epileptic seizure warnings that don't even have flashing lights. This wow. game doesn't. Crazy. I can't imagine if Lainey never wrote that article. For She works for Game Informer. Bless her for writing that article. If she never wrote, wrote that article, that game would have gone like that and who knows how many people would have suffered the same thing. Maybe worse than she did. So, and I've known her for a while. She's an amazing person. I've met her through multiple events. And the fact that she got attacked for writing that article because people didn't, haven't played the game yet. She had. She knows what she's talking about. She just, they just assumed she was attacking the studio. That wasn't the case. It's all bad for that game right now. And I feel like CD Projekt Red has seriously lost a lot of faith with their fans. And it's all because they gave in to shareholders, which they don't, in my opinion, they don't really have a choice to give in to them. They wanted the game out. They released the game. Nothing else you can do. They own your company. So what are you going to tell them? No. It's sad. That this happened, had to happen. But to me, the hypocrisy of gamers when it comes to that game right now and if any other studio, not, I'm not just talking about EA, Ubisoft, or any studio, look what happened with No Man's Sky. They destroyed that game when it came out. Everybody destroyed that game. Look at it now. It's amazing now. People all of a sudden forgot all the bad stuff that happened. And Cyberpunk can probably be amazing eventually when they actually figure out all the issues with it. But don't be defending what, what has happened here because it should not be defended. I don't care how amazing of a studio you think they are. Never should have happened. Ben. 
you had something to say about Cyber or CD Projekt Red and the good faith that they built. I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm one of the few people that I I know they had that whole free DLC thing. And to be honest, most of the free DLC they had for Witcher 3 was basically stuff that I would see in normal patches, even back then. Or even just as mm. something that, that, that people would add in with the paid DLC. It wasn't anything that was exciting to me, and I, I, I felt like people were just using it to pre like, oh look how nice CD Projekt Red is, look how nice, like, look how good they are. They gave us some hairstyles and a free whole one quest that probably didn't take them long because all the files are already in the game and they just have to like script it a little bit. It's, I, I, I. I didn't like it even when The Witcher 3 came out. I felt like there was something scummy in the background. And I feel like we're seeing more and more, especially with Cyberpunk now, how that they are just scum. So, yeah. Well, they might not all be scum. I'm not talking about every developer, but, you know, they're... Because, you know, there's a lot of people working on the game. There's a lot of people probably that are really nice and that... Well, I probably tried to fight to try and get it delayed. Don't be surprised if a lot of developers tried to fight to get delayed because they understood that there was things and probably a lot of people there that wanted the epilepsy warning. Uh, so I'm not going to say the entire company was bad. Just yeah, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not the entire company. I like I said, I've known some some of the 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 behind the scenes stuff, and like I said, yeah. a lot of them were under the impression that they, it was going to be yeah. delayed. This is why the rumors started to come out that it's going to be delayed from December 10th. But they were so afraid of the backlash. And obviously the shareholders are like, oh, it's been freaking almost nine years now. You got to get it out. 2012 is when they announced their work on this game. Um, and I know they can announce a game and not really start working on it for a couple of years. But still, it's still a very long development cycle there. Um, and then we got this. So I'll yeah, a lot of people were under that impression that it was going to be delayed. A lot of people also specifically told the head of the studio that they should probably cancel this last-gen version because it is taking up too much time, effort, money, and energy to make this thing functional. But of course, you have this massive player base on the PS4 and Xbox One. You want to maximize the profits. You don't want to release that game. Like If that game right now cyberpunk 2077 came out exclusively on pc ps5 and xbox series x and not on ps4 they would have lost a tremendous amount of money because very few people right now have a next-gen console so i'm sure that was a big talking point they're like we can't afford to do that but can you afford what's coming with a lawsuit and the bad reputation you now have for not only releasing a game in this state, um, but the the reports of you know crunch time and how you treated your employees, you gave them tokens, you told them they won't get get their bonuses unless the game is over ninety on Metacritic. Like none of that makes you look good. None of it. It made. EA were terrible that they were forced to turn things around. We'll go to Anthem with Anthem and, you know, Battlefront 2. 
like people raged against them and they were forced to change things to the point where they gave fans everything they wanted. You're now doing the same thing. You literally agreed with fans about how they treated other developers and other publishers for all the bad stuff they did and you're doing the exact same thing now. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's all bad for me right now with that. Well, you know that phrase from the Dark Knight, you either die here or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. There is like the most perfect quote <laughs> for a lot of things these days, man. For a lot of things these days, that is the quote to go to. <laughs> now, talking about Billy Sachman, I kind of want to go to V8 because I'm, I'm about to go off at it. You're, you're breaking up a lot, no. Ben. Yeah. Yeah, yep. like a lot. Because I said that earlier. What? <laughs> so maybe your microphone got un unplugged a little bit. I don't know. You still there, man? Is this bear? Hello? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're good. Hear you perfectly now, man. Okay. That was weird. Yeah, no idea what happened there. To, but you were I saying. Think it was the website. I was on the VGA website. I think that was causing issues. VGA website. Video Game Awards. <laughs> Is that what that was? They should call it the World Premiere Awards. Oh, <laughs> oh they had some good trailers. Really? There were some good trailers. Yeah. Oh. They're good trailers for me. <laughs> I didn't see any trailers I was that excited for, to be honest. Which ones were you excited oh. for then? Oh, I don't know. Let's talk Evil about some of that. Dragon Age. <laughs> You can't just ask me and then take it away, man. <laughs> because that's going to be a trailer for every year at this rate by the time it actually comes out. Yeah, probably. It's <laughs> like uh, so I was excited for Mass Effect in a way, but at the same time, I'm like... Uh... Yeah, that, you're looking at like 2023, maybe. <laughs> 2027. <laughs> We've got Dragon Age and Anthem reboot before Mass Effect, so... Yeah, it's kind of sad that we got two trailers for two games that aren't going to be out for maybe three, four more years, but we still don't know anything about Anthem 2.0. Let's <laughs> <sighs> talk about some of these. I, I want to talk about some of these. Um, One that really caught my eye was the Callisto Protocol. Oh, um, the remake for Dead Space. Yeah, it's not a remake. No, 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 it's oh, not a remake. <laughs> not a remake. Not a remake, but a reimagining of Dead. It, it's essentially like a spiritual successor. Yes, um, it's from the same guys this, that worked on Dead Space, um, but 
the big surprise here. So okay, so it's set in the future. Obviously, it's it's set on uh, Jupiter's one of Jupiter's dead moons, uh, Callisto. Uh, mm-hmm. It's set in a prison, so you play as a prisoner, and there's some crazy shit going on with monsters and aliens, <laughs> whatever the hell it is. I don't know what it is, but uh, apparently the warden knows what's going on, and it seems like he's doing some crazy ass experiments from what we saw mm-hmm. in the trailer because he was watching it on a camera. Um, but the craziest news of this reveal is this game exists and takes place in the same universe as Player Unknown Battleground. <laughs> really? Yes. It oh, wow. exists in the same universe as PUBG. <laughs> so take that however you want. I don't know if PUBG even had a story, but it takes place in the same universe. Obviously, it takes place probably way in the future of that universe. Um, but it does. Alfonso, you sound excited for Callisto Protocol. Tell me, why are you so excited? I I don't do horror games. Like, besides Resident Evil, because that's Resident Evil. Like, that's, that's like the classic horror game. But then, then, but then, Death Space came. Like that shit scared the shit out of me. Like I took so long to beat all three, but it was so damn good. Especially the third one. Even though I prefer the second one, but third one was also good. But yeah, seeing this, seeing this, and whatever that shit was, and it came up to the dude, and it ate his face. I jumped up for excitement and said, I want this day one. It looks so good. The details on that alien's face and the, and the tentacles coming out of his mouth, I was like, yes. Yes. This needs to be day one. I want it, and I want it now. Yeah. Now. Um, I automatically assumed it was Dead Space because they yes. had like, the hologram on the back of his neck, um, mm-hmm. which is like, the wooden spinal thing that they have in Dead Space. And then mm-hmm. you see the shadow of the monster in the background, and it's like contorting and changing. I was like, "That shit gonna have spice coming out of its back soon." This is dead space. Yeah, hella excited. Yeah, um, but unfortunately, it wasn't dead space because EA owns that license, and EA doesn't like anything. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't have crazy multiplayer in it. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I am excited for this. Um, same developer, same director, producer, writers. So give me. Yeah. Give me now. Um, I'm assuming you didn't see this trailer, Ben? No, I watched all the trailers. I was live streaming it. Oh, okay. Uh, where were I your just thoughts remember on... in the trailers. <laughs> I watched it, but I don't remember that. <laughs> I, seriously, I don't remember. I remember some of them, like the weird car road one. But no, it did look interesting, fun brightly. You enjoyed Dead Space 3. Yeah, Dead Space I know 3 you was enjoyed. my You're favorite talk- one because of the co-op. Mm-hmm. And they did some crazy yeah. cool things with co-op. Yeah, yep, they game. did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. This one is exciting. Uh, let's talk about, quickly, uh, Alfonso's favorite of the show, I'm sure. Um, no. Because it no, had his favorite say, actor in don't it. Don't you say <laughs> No, Gary, no! No! <laughs> 
Oh, I don't want this game. The, this the, game the prequel to Fast and the Furious. <laughs> this game is stupid. I don't know why this man is popping up in all these damn video games. No, 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 no. It's like a new tradition now. We have Vin Diesel every year at the VGAs. Too, too arc, too furious. God damn it, Ben. The, well, the like, prequel, you know, arc, arc the, two, the dawn furious. of the Fast and Furious franchise, man. Oh, God. Arc yeah, two, so Arc, Arc Two, Arc Two was announced. Um, it wasn't even announced, was it? I'm sure I remember. I remember a lot of outrage because I oh, was at the expansion. I just remember outrage when they were like releasing Arc still in early access, and they're like, "We've got a new Arc on the way." <laughs> I don't. Need, I still think that game is still in early access. I don't think that game is still out. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Arc, Arc two, two, two Furious on the way. Arc 2 stars Vin Diesel, so I'm guessing it's going to have a storyline this time. Um, unless they just got him for this trailer. But this trailer was bad. Through and through. Mm-hmm. Yep. This looked like an old... late Okay, a late PS2 CG trailer is what this mm-hmm. looked like. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a lot of bad animation. Blood randomly appeared on the side of the wall. At one point, that wouldn't go away. You're like, "What the hell is going on?" It was this a bad. This was trailer. my favorite trailer. Okay, I really did enjoy it. <laughs> I, I, because I, I, Diesel. I'm sorry, but the entire trailer, I was thinking, "Oh my god, this is new Torok." <laughs> That's what a lot of people thought. I was like, "Oh shit, yeah. new Torok is coming. Like, this is gonna be awesome." This is like a Dino Crisis reboot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you got the sci-fi stuff. I was like, "Oh damn, they're straight up copying Horizon at this point." Whoever is making this, this is straight up copying. And no, it was Arc, Arc Two, coming never because it's going to be an early access forever, just like its original game. Um, I'm very confused though. Why do a second one when your first one is obviously very popular? Um, you're constantly updating it. Uh, it's essentially a games as a service game, and then you're essentially going to abandon it for the second one uh, as time goes by. Um, but yeah, Alfonso, I know you're happy. Tell no, us why you're happy. No, I'm not happy. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, "Why? What is the point? You just made the valid. You made valid reasons on why they should just leave. Just have Arc One. Like, I don't understand the purpose of this. This of making a second one. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't." <laughs> Vin Diesel didn't do it for you, huh? <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Unless Ben has something to say. Ben, you got to play Ark. You played Ark before, haven't you? Oh, yeah, I played Ark. Tell us, what I... are your thoughts on Ark 2 and if you really enjoyed the first one? I mean, the first one was fun with friends. So, be interested to see if they go that way, but I doubt it. I'm not excited at all, but I was. <laughs> but you—that was your favorite trailer, man. <laughs> the trailer was cool, okay, for a cheesy, crappy-looking thing. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes you like that. I don't know. There was some mystery, unlike a lot of the trailers. I don't know. Well, I should say there was some mystery where you could guess what it was. Some of the trailers, it was just like, oh, I don't know what this is. But this was like, oh, is it Torok? Is it rebooted Dino Crisis? No, it's. Arc to Horizon Zero Arc. 
Uh, well, the best news that came out of Arc <laughs> Two, the best news that came out of it was they also announced an Arc animated series. Yeah, which uh, looked uh, infinitely anime. better, which looked infinitely yeah. better than than the game. And yes. boy, oh boy, did they have a voice cast for this animated yes. movie? Holy shit! You have They've got David Tennant. Yeah, David Tennant. You have Gerard Butler. Russell Crowe, Jeffrey Wright, Carl Urban, Elliot Page, obviously Vin Diesel. I know Alfonso's going crazy no. over there. <laughs> <laughs> so oh they're God. bringing in a massive and, and, mm-hmm. and very star-studded cast here uh, mm-hmm. to, to, to this animated series. It's supposed to launch in 2022. Uh, not sure if this is what ne- network is, is bringing this up. Um, but clearly they made enough money to be able to hire this star-studded cast. Um, this is Disney-quality star-studded cast in animated movies. So, yeah, the trailer for it was pretty cool. I was excited for it. Um, it's slated to be a two-season show. Uh, each episode is going to be uh, about 30 minutes long. Uh, each season is going to be about 14 episodes. So they already know what where they're going with the show. Uh, I believe, let me see here. Um, yeah, nah, so, so no network announced yet, but they have said about two seasons. So. Clearly they're just going to go the anime route and make it like a 10 minute intro, 10 minutes of episodes, and 10 minute of ending. That way they can be cheap on the on the voice actors. <laughs> uh, yeah. Arc 2. Everybody's favorite. Including Alfonso. No. <laughs> Should I just uh, go through a lot of these then, Matt? Yeah, yeah no sure. problem. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I, okay. I did say be right back in the chat a while back. Oh, did you? Oh, I didn't see. I'm sorry, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> uh, another exciting announcement, at least for me, was exciting. Uh, back for Blood was announced from the original creators of Left 4 Dead, a spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead. It's is literally a Left 4 Dead game. You're fighting mm-hmm. zombies with horror people. Um, they have same types of zombies, like the bloaters, the tank guys. Um, their trailer looked fun. Uh, they also had some gameplay footage which looked pretty great. I'm totally stoked for this. Um, there is a beta, I believe, announced. Uh, the game is releasing on June 22nd for PS5 and PS4. Uh, so it's a cross-gen game. I'm probably going to have, uh, you know, crossplay and all that. So, ah, where was the beta? I know they announced the beta, but I believe it was just a PC beta. I believe was announced, but I don't know when exactly that's happening. Uh, Alfonso. Uh, in four days. Oh, okay, there you go. In four days. So get up on that. I want to get up on that. Uh, ben, let's go with Ben. Ben, did you enjoy Left 4 Dead? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, yeah, what do you, what do you think of have, that? Oh, I'm going to give it a try, probably, but I one of the same people that made Evolve 
Yes, Turo. Also, you you sound super mature now. Like, what happened to your voice? <laughs> or is that just me? Your your voice what? changed. Have you know? Did you not notice it? No, I don't know what you're talking about. What? <laughs> I guess it's only on my headset. You like super deep and powerful now, man. <laughs> what? He's like, it's made by the same guys who did. <laughs> like, what is Who's talking? <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you. Please continue. Maybe it's just coming in on my end that way. <laughs> Damn it, ancient Egyptian pharaoh that takes over my body every so often. Yeah, it, yeah, it still sounds this way. This is crazy to me. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Does it sound like that to you, Alfonso? You Hello? know what? It kind of does. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> All I did was move a wire a little bit. Let's see if it, what happens when I do this. Hello? Look, you got to talk more than hello, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sexy Egyptian... Pharaoh that has come back in time and possessed a body. That is exactly what you sound like right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's starting to come in more clearly. You sound just like that. <laughs> That's fine by me. Keep it going that way. Man. <laughs> Moist maker. <laughs> oh my god. So, yeah, uh, back for a point. You were saying something about Left 4 Dead. Uh, I forgot now. <laughs> Alrighty, let's then go to Alfonso. Alfonso, Back for Blood, Left for Dead. Did you enjoy Left for Dead? What do you think of Back for Blood? I I enjoyed Left for Dead for what it was. You know, we never got third installment, but I guess this is kind of it. So um yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It like you said, seeing it, yeah, we basically you could you could basically see from the gameplay that 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 is left for dead. So I'm looking forward to it because that's like, like when it comes to that type of game, I I I, I hate zombies. We like I know Resident Evil and all that stuff. I hate zombies, but um, I tolerate it in Left 4 Dead. So I'm pretty sure I would tolerate it in this. It's not a goal. It's not a goal for day one because yeah, I usually wait with this type of game besides Resident Evil, but yeah, eventually I will pick it up and I will play it. Alrighty then. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, Saber Interactive announced a four-player co-op Evil Dead game. Evil Dead the game coming to PS4 and PS5. This again looks like one of those um, Left 4 Dead type games, or their last type of game, I believe, was World War Z. Uh, you play mm -hmm. as different characters from the Evil Dead franchise. So obviously, Ash is in the game with his arm chainsaw, but we also yes. got a medieval knight from Army of Darkness. Uh, we have, I believe, one of the characters from the TV show, Army of uh, the Evil Dead TV show. Um, and I'm not sure who the fourth character was. Um, Does it matter? All I'm playing as is Ash. That's what I want. <laughs> Just Ash, that's the only character you're playing that's as? That's all I'm going to play as. Uh, well, he is providing the voice. They are, they yes. are using his mic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, thoughts then. Uh, Evil Dead. Well, I just gave you my thoughts. 
I want him to play his ass. You're playing it no matter what. <laughs> yep, I'm playing it no matter what. Alrighty, coming to PS5 and PS4. No other platforms were announced for this, which is very interesting. Uh, makes me wonder if this is going to be exclusive to PlayStation. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to have more than 25 weapons at your disposal. Uh, I'm not sure about locations. All we saw was the old cabin, so I wonder how long they're going to be able to keep that exciting if it is just the the cabin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping you'll go to other locations. I'm sure you will. If you're bringing in uh, the medieval knight from you know Army of Darkness, I'm sure you'll go to a castle too. But other than that, not much else is known about the title. Uh, we did see some gameplay. It did look fun and exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, Ben, are you a fan of the Evil Dead franchise? Never watched a movie. Did you watch the TV show? Never watched the TV show. So you I've don't care about anything Evil to Dead. do with <laughs> Evil Dead. Do okay. I still sound sexy and deep? You sound sexy as hell, man. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever voice modification you got going on, give me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Okay, Uh, moving on then. Uh, Focus Home Interactive announced the sequel to Dark Watch, but not really. It's called Evil West. But it is yes. literally the exact same game as Dark Watch. I yes. I don't know why yes. this is a new game. This is literally everything I saw in that trailer was Dark Watch, which released back on the PS2 with uh, cowboy hunting demons and shit. And even yes. the monsters are exactly the same as they did in Dark Watch. Um, yes, yes, yes. But yes, Evil West, you play as a demon hunting cowboy uh, during the Old West. And yeah, he's hunting demons and shit. Apparently, he's gonna have co-op. Uh, we didn't see co-op. We didn't even see gameplay. It was a CG trailer. Um, but this is coming. Yes, yes. You're yes. very excited. Why, yes. Alfonso? Tell this, me why you're excited. When I saw this, out of all the announcement trailers, you know, world premieres, this was the one that did it for me. We all know, yeah. Gary. You know, I love samurai. They come first. Second is Vikings. Third is Cowboys, okay? And Westerns. Because of Clint Eastwood. That, that, something about Clint Eastwood and those damn Westerns back with you know, his time <laughs> got me to fucking Cowboys. But seeing that and the way he fought off these demons with, I guess he has like a robotic arm or whatever that was attached to his arm. And the way he's slashing their faces and he's shooting them. Oh, <laughs> I definitely get this day one. Like you said, this is, um, what's yeah, the name so, of the game? Again? Uh, Evil West. No, oh, Dark Watch. Dark yeah, Watch. This, yeah, it's basically that. But seeing this is like, it's finally happened. It's finally happened. And I want it now. Yeah, the, the synopsis of the game reads, a dark menace consumes the American frontier as one of the last agents in the top-secret vampire hunting institute. You are the final line between humanity and deep-rooted terror with that now emerges from the shadows. Rise up to become a Wild West superhero. Eradicate the vampire threat and save the United States. In visceral, explosive combat, unleash hell with your firearms lightning fueled gauntlet and gadgets kill bloodthirsty monstrosities in style as a lone hunter or in co-op with a friend 
explore and fight in a narrative-driven campaign while upgrading your weapons and, tur and hunting tools. Unlock new perks to evolve your monster slaying oh, yeah. Unlock new perks to evolve your monster slaying mastery. Crafting your own playstyle to defeat the supernatural horde. So essentially what you'd expect in, in a third person action mm -hmm. game, I guess. Upgrading your weapons, getting new weapons, things like that. Um, yep. But if you never played Dark Watch, chances are you never will because it is a PS2 game and you can't get it anywhere. <laughs> uh, as in backwards compatible wise. So mm -hmm. it was a fun game. And yep. I literally thought this was the same game. It was a remake or a sequel, but no, it is Evil West. It is made by the same guys that made Shadow Warrior um, and Shadow Warrior 2. There you go. Ben, your thoughts on Evil West? Um, what? <laughs> ben, doesn't ben doesn't remember it. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I really don't remember anything from that, to be honest, the VTAs. Except for my rage over the awards. Well, we'll get to those in a little bit. Please tell me my normal voice is back. No, you nope. still sound hot. Uh -huh. This is actually getting deeper, man. <laughs> <laughs> getting all hot and bothered now, man. This is not good. Hello. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, PlayStation 5 exclusive Returnal got a brand new trailer um, showing off gameplay for the first time. This is House Marquis' new game. Um, it is coming exclusively to PlayStation 5, and I believe we also got a release date of March or May, was it? Now I don't remember. I'm trying to find it. Where was it? Where was it? Where was it? There it is, March. Releases on in March, March nineteenth, twenty twenty one. If you haven't seen it, you essentially play as this woman in some crazy futuristic or space location, where every time she dies, she comes back to life. It's like a roguelike. Essentially, uh -huh. she comes back to life to try and change the course of what happened to her. Um, sounds like a very promising story. Uh, gameplay wise, it didn't really blow me off my feet um but what about you guys thoughts returnal um this is one of the games that i was excited for when they first when they first showed it when playstation did, did their showcase um obviously at that time i said we need to see more now that i have i'm skeptical because i'm not that impressed obviously March is around the corner because months goes by goes by quickly so they probably will show more by then I do not like that it's on March 19 because yeah, that's my sister's birthday so I will not be able to play this on day one because I am getting this day one so I have to wait but um, from what I saw it's okay is not mind blowing, but I love the concept of this game, and yeah, it 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 to me it it looks interesting. But obviously, I have to see more. But I am getting this day one. I know that for sure. 
All right. Ben, any thoughts that you remember? It looked okay, if I'm rightly. Yeah. <laughs> nothing I'm hyped. As I said, there was nothing really at VGAs I was hyped for, except for the Evil Dead game, of course, because it's co-op. Um, Back for Blood looked pretty good to me. And then there was that one where you're in a car, and I thought that was kind of... Oh, wait, this is the co-op game about love, wasn't it? Uh, the car one that you're referring to is, uh, I believe, a murder mystery, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. We just saw it, too. Uh, it is from the same developers that did Gone Home and Tacoma. Yeah. Um, it is um, Open Roads is what it's called. Yeah, that looked fun to me. Yeah, that definitely has me intrigued for sure. Um, there was another one that they showed. Uh, with a guy on a motorcycle, I think it was like Route 69 or something like that it was called. Nice. I don't remember what its title was. But <laughs> it's I, it's a procedurally generated uh, map where you play as what I'm assuming is a, a felon trying to escape across the border to Mexico. And he obviously encounters a whole bunch of people and depending on your choices and stuff, will either help you or try to turn you in. Uh, that game actually looked really interesting to me. Uh, but it did not get any sort of platform, so I don't know if it's going to be coming to PS5 or not. Um, but that one looked cool. Um, big news! You can now play as Master Chief on your PS5! Yay! <laughs> In also, Fortnite! I've this ports again just to see if my voice goes back to normal. Oh, it went back to normal. Now I'm sad. Yes! So it's that USB <laughs> port for some reason. It makes me voice. This <laughs> sounds sexy, man. <laughs> yes, Master Chief has been officially announced. We knew this was coming because it leaked. Um, which I Kratos leaked for PlayStation. But Master Chief is now on Fortnite. And you can play as Master Chief on your PS5 and PS4. You can also go and give high fives to Kratos. We now have true cross-gen multiplayer. With two iconic characters of different brands. Um... Another cool now, thing. Yes. I do feel bad for Microsoft in a way for this. Because Kratos, if you bought him and then played a match on the PlayStation 5, you got mm -hmm. a cool like armor skin for Kratos, a different unique armor. Yeah. Um, Master Chief he just gets a slightly different colored armor. That that's, well, that's the Halo Infinite isn't out yet. I mean, <laughs> they've got a load of games that they could pull the you know there's all different Halo armors they could have used, but no, they just... He goes from green to black. And that, 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 that's all he gets. Yeah. But for those who... For those who play Fortnite and booted up their PS5, it was very crazy to see Master Chief appear right on their front page <laughs> as they booted up their PS5. <laughs> Um, but he was there. You also get to play in Blood Gorge through creative mode and capture the flag. Uh, they had a cool little trailer with Red vs. Blue, which is a classic, fun Halo show that was done, I believe, by Rooster Teeth. Yeah. Um, they announced that. So Blood Gorge in creative mode for a limited time. Go play it if you want to through Fortnite. On your PlayStation. Yes, Alfonso, <laughs> you don't care for Fortnite. But do you see Fortnite as essentially being the bridge to everything? <laughs> if we, if we, if it's it's if, what's it called the 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 what's it called? 
the thing from Thor, the the bridge that they used. Yeah, for, the the frostbite. Yeah, the it's essentially the 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 frostbite. That's what they gave. We've seen <laughs> characters from Marvel, DC, PlayStation, and Microsoft. My question is, when are we getting Dragon Ball characters? I yes. want Master Roshi and <laughs> Fro. If if they put Master Roshi in Fortnite, I would download that shit immediately for we Master Roshi. We know it's Roshi. gonna be Goku. Yeah, it's obviously gonna be Goku. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I, want if I had a choice, I would. I, I don't know. I'd go with Jiren. I don't like Jiren much as a character, but I think he, uh, all the characters he would fit Fortnite. <laughs> Doing the cat dance. You're right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they they are definitely opening okay, a lot of gates for who, people. What, I mean, out of all the series, uh, you know, because we who knows nowadays what what will happen. But how about this? What would you guys want in Fortnite? <laughs> what would be the character that would make you go? I have to download this and pay money. Master Roshi, hands down. <laughs> but uh, what about video games as well? I know Master Roshi's in a video game, technically, but uh, video game character. Hmm. Sonic. Yeah, I'd say yeah. Sonic. We already yep. got that. It was called Shadow the Hedgehog. It was one of the worst games ever made. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like Shadow the Hedgehog. Screw you. I miss Ben's deep voice, but I couldn't understand him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, what about for you, Ben? Uh, well, I already downloaded it, but uh, who would? I mean, I would like a Final Fantasy character. Uh, yeah, biased. I would go with fourteen, but really for sales, Cloud. It would be Cloud or Sephiroth. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I can see Final Fantasy it might get me into it. Uh, personally, it would be a Nintendo character. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. Donkey Kong. I would want Donkey Kong. I want to play as a giant gorilla running around with a rocket launcher and machine gun. <laughs> and Kirby. I'll be I'll be recreating Planet of the Apes by myself in there. <laughs> now, if I had Nintendo character, it's got to be Kirby, because that way you could like. But no, they can no, they could give him like a unique design. Like, uh, instead of, like, when you run up to pick up weapons like normal, he eats the weapons and then, like, grows part of the weapon. Wow, you're actually, you're asking them to remake the entire game for one character? Yes. <laughs> Once you build the ability to suck in the person and then, like, he gets the cosmetics from the outfit that they're wearing. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for me, it would be a Nintendo character. Um, I'm hoping that's still going to happen. Uh, there was rumors that Samus. they might have. Yeah, the rumor was they're they're trying to, they're going to get Samus in there from Metroid. Um, yeah. It's the only character that would make sense in my opinion, and the only I mean, character I think yeah. Nintendo would allow to have. Kirby has already in that a reference in, in Fortnite. So, who was? Kirby has already been in Fortnite technically. Oh my god. There was a there was a trailer where part of it was censored on the PlayStation and Xbox version, and it was just Kirby was in the background on the Nintendo oh version. That's so, but no, I do hope it's Samus. Yeah, it's I, it's the yeah. only character I see Nintendo allowing to be in that game because yeah. obviously she uses the weapon a blaster. Um, they wouldn't want to 
put any of our other characters I mean, running around with guns Captain and stuff. Falcon. Who? Yeah, Falcon. From Lyle. Again, guns. <laughs> they don't want their characters using guns. Isn't From the thing. Lyle Wars, though. Or as you like to call it, Star Fox in America. Yeah, Star Fox. And you, I could also see um, Bayonetta. Yeah. Since they own that franchise. Um, but it's most likely going to be Samus. Um, but yeah, Lilac Wars, as it was called here, until we changed the name of it. Um, really quickly, uh, I know we don't care, but Elder Scrolls Online got its new expansion announcement, and huh? it's Oblivion. We're going back to Oblivion. Hey, I have my I'm... copy of Elder Scrolls Online. But do you play it religiously? No. <laughs> <laughs> I only have a certain amount of hours in the day, Gary. I, I have to sleep occasionally. No, you don't. Don't <laughs> I? You're not a human. <laughs> but yes, Elder Scrolls Online, The Gates of Oblivion, the next expansion uh, releasing next year, was announced. Uh, still iffy about when this is going to come to PlayStation, because obviously we know... Uh, what's their name? Bethesda is now part of Microsoft. Uh, they're owned by Microsoft. So they might do a... We know it's going to come to PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, that's for sure. But whether it's going to come same day as Xbox, that is the big question. Day. You think so? Yeah. I don't think any of their online stuff will be affected because they don't want the sales to go. It'll only be like the single-player yeah. stuff. Yeah, probably. We'll see. Um, the full reveal of the expansion is slated to happen on January 21st. I don't know what makes that day special. Uh, but that now, is I when will, the full reveal was going to happen. I will say that Xbox might have an early access. Yeah, like a pre-order early access to the game. Mm-hmm. But I don't think anything apart from that will be different. Okay. They don't want... They wouldn't, cause it's different from having a completely new game coming out than affecting the sales of a game that's already out. Okay. Um, quickly, going back to Fortnite, uh, I did miss this. Uh, yeah. They also announced uh, Daryl Dixon and Michonne from The Walking Dead are also joining Fortnite. <laughs> They're going to make their own Smash Brothers at this point. Uh. But good for them. Um, one thing that surprised me during the Game Awards, we got our first glimpse of the Ruined King, a League of Legends story. This is one of a few League of Legends games that were announced as uh, single-player story games. Um, Spin-off games that they're doing to League of Legends. Uh, this one is called The Rune King. It is from Airship Syndicate, and it looks very, very similar to um, Battle Chasers. If anybody played Battle Chasers, it was a turn-based RPG with phenomenal art style. Um, it's using the same art style. It seems to be using the same engine. As that, it looks like it plays exactly the same. It's a turn-based RPG. Oh, cool. Are you guys fans of League of Legends? No. Nope. No. I'm only a fan of the cool character designs that League of Legends has, and this game looks to bring some of those characters in. So I'm kind of excited for that. Um, but yeah, you can go check out the trailer. I actually thought it looked pretty good. Let's see what else we got. Um... Oddworld Soulstorm didn't get a release date, but it got a release window of spring 2021. 
Ben, you're excited for Soulstorm, the yes. reimagining of Abe's Exodus is what this is essentially the game. Yeah. You love Art World. I don't care for yes. it. Please tell me why you're excited for this. Well, I love Abe. He is awesome. <laughs> so, I mean, I wasn't a big fan of the sequels like Munch and Stranger's Wrath, but I love Abe. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Hopefully there is more farting, more possession. It'd be great. <laughs> more farting that's all you need uh yeah spring 2021 on playstation 4 and playstation 5 another cross-gen title apparently exclusive to playstation though Uh, as far as we know for now (laughs) alfonso thoughts on soulstorm yeah yeah i don't really care for it so so mean wow (laughs) <laughs> um really quickly just to knock this out of the park disco elysium is confirmed coming to playstation 5 and playstation 4 this is a somber cyberpunk murder mystery uh title won a crap ton of awards which uh at the game awards as well was weird <laughs> so it was also nominated for game of the year no but some of the awards were like how are these connected in any way to each other <laughs> How is this game all of these things? Yeah. But yeah, yeah Disco Elysium Final Cut, as it's dubbed, will have a bunch of new story missions uh, and a bunch of other stuff that they add to these final versions of their games. Uh, releasing also in March. So console players get to enjoy that. I got to play Disco Elysium on the PC. It is a very heavy dialogue game. Um, it does have turn-based combat, which is fun, but 90% of what you're doing is talking to people, and everything you do matters in that game. Every word of dialogue, how you answer, all affects how things change. So be ready for a lot of reading. <laughs> Hood! Out- I don't want to read. We know. I don't like to read too much either. But sometimes you have to. Hood, Outlaws and Legends, the Robin Hood multiplayer game. Ben, this is all for you. Four versus four multiplayer action coming in May 2021 for PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4. Yeah, I actually like to look at this, so... Mm -hmm. Tell me. Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. I I was excited the first time. It's the one where you like storming a castle together, right? Again, it's co-op. It's competitive, so I'm not a huge fan of that, but I like the idea of a co-op four-player storm the castle, but like, you know, I'll put up with it. I I don't know. It looked like fun. I don't know if I'll buy it straight away, but yeah, it, I, it would definitely be a game I'm looking into. Yeah. Yeah. So from what I understand, it is four versus four, but it is a full-on castle. So four people yeah. have to sneak into the castle, steal the riches to give to the poor, as Robin Hood does. Yeah. Um, but apparently, four other players are guards in this castle trying to find these people even though there's going to be npcs well not npcs uh ai controlled enemies to take down too should be an interesting little dynamic i think uh seeing how how it plays out evolution of like those evolved games or um dead by daylight where it is like one superhuman being versus four now it's four Mm -hmm. normal people versus four normal people but with a mission i like the idea yeah kind of like for honor in a way yeah if you think about it 
like For Honor kind of did the same but thing, where I, you have a whole bunch of little dudes that you can take out, and then there's the main players. Yeah, it does look interesting. I hope that they find a way to stop uh, the guards from just standing and protecting the gold in one yeah. location, waiting for you to get there. So we'll see how <laughs> they do that. <laughs> to me, that that sounds like a problem that they have to work out. I'm well, sure the they thought of that. They might have it so that there's like secret ways into the. Like, there might be, like, secret passageways into the room. Well, that's fine, but is that going to stop the enemy from literally just standing in the gold room or the vault and waiting for you to show up? <laughs> that's yeah, the big thing. You've technically me. got the advantage, if, depending on how the way it works, because you'll be able to see in before, the, if they, before they see out. But if they're not looking through each individual. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure they thought of this as well. Uh, I think it was the yeah. first thing they probably thought of when they were making this. How can we stop people from just guarding the location? Um, so we'll see how it works. It does look pretty fun, though. Uh, I am kind of excited yeah. for it. Um, Fall Guys Season 3 was announced with a whole bunch of winter sports and activities and winter outfits. Um, I still play Fall Guys on occasion. It's still rage-inducing, so I try not to play <laughs> it often. <laughs> Talk about but I'm always... One of the yes. Twitters I follow, uh, someone tweeted at him saying, why did you troll your friends during your stream and they were playing Mario Pie? I'm like, their friend's playing Mario Pie. Of course he's going to start insulting his friend. That's what happens in Mario Pie. <laughs> if you're not hating your friend by the end of the game, then you're not playing Mario Pie. Or you're not friends. Yeah, it's true. Um, there were a bunch of other game announcements, but they were mostly small. Uh, we got a trailer for Call of Duty, uh, Cold, uh, or Cold War, uh, Season 1 trailer, which showed off what's coming in Season 1 multiplayer. Um, we got a trailer for Scarlet Nexus, the, uh, Bandai Namco RPG, action RPG, I would say. Um, uh, didn't get a release date, but got a release window of, I believe, summer. Yep, summer 2021. Um, this was interestingly an Xbox trailer, so people automatically assume that it's coming only to Xbox because the trailer didn't have PlayStation um, in at the end of the trailer. But Sony thankfully uploaded the same trailer to their YouTube channel, uh, so the game is coming to PlayStation as well, PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five. Uh, ben, you like Japanese games like I do. Are you excited for Scarlet Nexus from what you've seen? Gonna go with no, Alfonso. <laughs> I honestly don't remember nothing from this. Um, no, I enjoyed it. By the way, I like the look of it. There he is. Yeah, it uh, reminds me a lot of God Eater, to be honest with you. Yes. It really <laughs> so, did. yeah, should be interesting to see though what what goes yeah, on with that. I, well, I downloaded that. What's your AR thing last year? Had that. Did you year? like it? Eh. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more excited for the game, but yeah. yeah. More anime games, please. <laughs> we got a brand new trailer from Hazel White's next co-op game uh, coming out for PS4 and PS5. This is from uh, Yosef Farif, I believe his name is. Um, 
he had the studio worked on it takes two um which was that co-op heavy uh prison escape game um his games require co-op so this is another one coming out uh, i actually really like the look of this game um i don't know if you guys remember it it had a book talking to you like two characters get transported to some weird fantasy land right i actually thought it looked pretty good oh yeah yeah Wait, yeah the, now the that you mentioned puppets. the book yeah, yeah. this yeah, yeah this actually does look good yeah we were t- we were streaming and we're like we have to play this as a live stream yeah it it, it was definitely a surprise for me the it looked really fun i i am kind of excited for this now it, and it's buy one get the other for free if i'm riley yes it is if you buy one copy you get essentially two copies to yeah. play with a friend so you, you, it's, you, you can't you don't you can't like you don't completely own it it's basically like you got the license to play it with your friend okay if i'm brightly that's how it worked with days gone not days gone but you know the um other one that they did the other card mm-hmm. game also i switched ports just to see if sexy voice came back i, I doubt it did no, it didn't. You took it away from us. No, I'm saying. You gave us happiness and then you took it away. You, Gary, you the one who was feeding for it. <laughs> I needed I'm it in my life. Listen. I'm tempted to listen back just to see what I sound like. I even tweeted out that I got sexy voice. <laughs> <laughs> and it uh, was fact. Uh, <sighs> So yeah, so um, really quickly then the the two. Okay, well there was the big announcement of Perfect Dark, uh, coming out exclusively to Xbox because yeah, they, uh, people were kind of excited for that. Um, they kind of knew that's what uh the studio was working on. Uh, I don't remember the initiative. Uh, it's been rumored for a while that they've been working on a new Perfect Dark. I don't know if this is a sequel, a reboot, a remake. Um, just don't really know anything about it. But it is coming, and even though Microsoft said not to expect massive announcements from them, um, I think Perfect Dark was a pretty goddamn big announcement, personally. Um, Just don't what? expect it for years. Because <laughs> we didn't even get a proper CGI trailer, and we didn't get anything about it, so... Well, we got a CGI trailer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, 23? Probably. Or late 2022. Yeah. We'll see. Um, we'll see. It just depends on when they decide to release all their other games that they've announced that who knows when those are coming. Um, oh. They've announced a lot of games. But the other two, I would say, big, massive trailers from PlayStation side, uh, obviously Dragon Age, uh, it's not Dragon Age 4. They don't have really a title for it. It's just Dragon Age. Um, of course, you know, Ben, I was beyond excited for this. Um, oh, yeah. You should have heard yeah. my mate because he's a huge Dragon Age fan. So. Yeah, and I, I think what did it for me was obviously the return of Solace or yeah. as people... Spoilers never played Dragon Age Inquisition. It's been like nine years, so get to it. Um, the Dreadwolf. Uh, is back, and I. This is the one thing I was hoping was going to happen, because the way Dragon Age Inquisition ended, I needed to know what's going to happen with this character, and oh, it just did a lot of things for me. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, new worlds, new characters. They kind of tease the the new locations you're gonna go to. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm excited. I I do hope they don't just give up on past characters like they tend to do with the Dragon Age franchise. Even though they bring some of them back, they you don't get to really play with them. Uh, they're just kind of NPCs. So super stuck with it. like not this shit again. <laughs> hey, I love Varric. Please give me Varric back. I'll be okay with that. Uh, Wasn't his voice I, at the start talking? Was that his voice talking? I don't know. I think so. Oh, shit. If it was, awesome. Give me. He is a storyteller, so... <laughs> that, But that doesn't mean he's going to join your team. He's, that doesn't mean he's going to be a party member. Um, obviously, Morgan is a big player. Um, hopefully, she'll return as well. So you know, I'll buy the game if she's back, right? <laughs> Morgan. Yeah, she's the best character in Dragon Age. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, she was in Dragon Age Origins. She didn't appear in the second one, and then in the third one, she was just an NPC, and that made me sad because I wanted yeah, I to play with her. her again, as always. Again, that's the only character I've romanced <laughs> in Origins. Well, her <laughs> romancing her is the proper way to go through the story because Damn of right, what happens in Inquisition. <laughs> I don't know, but damn right it was. I don't need to know what, what the proper was in Inquisition, but I know that yeah. hey, is, is the best. Romancing Morrigan is canon, dude. So, yes. <laughs> in the story. <laughs> the only nice romance I've ever done in a Dragon Age game. <laughs> she was awesome, man. Uh, Alfonso, you're kind of excited there do you like dragon age hell yeah i love dragon age damn i didn't know the same reason that you just mentioned of how inquisition ended and you wanted to find out what happened i want to find out what happened with certain characters and now that we get a new dragon age i i just hope it it doesn't come out around certain games like i don't know when it's coming we, we don't have no 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 date, I, i'm gonna go with late 2022 or early 2023 there's usually I, <laughs> I hope i hope i hope please don't put this in 21 because we know god of wars is 21 we know horizon is 21 i don't need this in 21 because if this come out in it 21, won't be 21. no but no if it comes out in 21 I would not touch God of War, and I would not touch Horizon because all my hours <laughs> will be going into Dragon Age. I love I, that franchise. I'm right there with you, man. I, that franchise does a lot of things for me. Um, so yeah, people who still complain about the story in Inquisition and that it didn't make sense, all I can tell you is, for the love of God, read the books that you find in that game because they expand on the story so, so much. <laughs> I know you don't like to read, but in this case, you have to read in order to get the full story. Um, so too bad. <laughs> <laughs> the other big news, which I don't think anybody saw coming, I sure as hell didn't see coming, but with all my sources, nobody knew this was coming. Um, or they just didn't tell me. Uh, but the last trailer, the biggest surprise trailer, was the new Mass Effect. Um not only was it a surprise of a new Mass Effect, but the fact that this Mass Effect takes place after the events of Mass Effect 3. I mean, so we knew there was a new Mass Effect coming because they teased it already. 
but probably not until after Dragon Age. They could have said, oh, new yeah. Mass Effect that's coming, but they're working on Anthem 2.0. They're working on Dragon Age. We they probably won't see Mass Effect teaser. for like 10 years. They posted the teaser picture during N7 Day for Mass Effect. Did they? Yeah. I thought they that posted... was just a teaser picture for the remaster. No, it's a complete... No, no, they like see you in the next adventure or something like that as well. Ooh, teased... even better. They teased it. They didn't... I didn't expect it at the VGAs, but... I knew there was going to be a teaser sometime because you know, teased. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's 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 awesome then. But I think what took everybody by surprise was the fact that it takes place after the trilogy. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. I think most of the characters are going to be dead. Well, it depends on who the characters we saw in the trailer are, because uh, we well, see three characters in the background and we don't really know who they are. Uh, one of them looks like the, the the big guys. I don't remember their names. Uh, yeah, I know. I know you talking. You got about, your yeah. Turians, yeah. your Krogan. Yeah. Yeah, and then you got everybody's you know sexy best boy alien as well. They are. Um, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, though, she's got wrinkles in that trailer. Mm-hmm. Which suggests that she, because uh, Sari lived to. I think it's like a thousand or something like that, which suggests maybe yeah. that this game is set several hundred years after Mass Effect 3. It could be. It could, that that's she... the thing we don't know. All we know uh, is she finds a piece of Shepard's armor um, yeah. mm-hmm. with N7 on it. Uh, we hear the Reapers in the trailer. Uh, that's yeah. been confirmed. Uh, so who knows how far into the future this takes place. Or maybe... At the end of three, some crazy time yeah. travel shit happened. We don't know. <laughs> um, but this obviously has gotten a lot of people excited. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's great for them. Like I said, I'm, I've always been more of a Dragon Age fan over Mass Effect. I did enjoy Mass Effect Andromeda. I know a lot of people didn't. I thought the combat in Andromeda was the best of any of the Mass Effect games for sure. Um, the story maybe not the greatest. I am kind of sad that they might not continue that story. But in this trailer, they did show the Andromeda Galaxy as well. So I don't know if there's going to be some sort of crossover or not. I hope there is with the characters from Andromeda. Um, but who knows? We don't know anything about this game outside of what they showed in that trailer. Um, but the 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 director of the game said that there is a lot hidden in this trailer that fans need to really dissect to find. Um, so for whatever that is, please go dissect so I know more because I don't want to do it. <laughs> uh, ben, you're a huge Mass Effect fan, primarily multiplayer, yeah. but you still enjoy Mass Effect. Yeah, I enjoy the single player as well. It's good. Are you super excited for this game? Yes and no. Yes, I am excited for a new Mass Effect. No, I'm not super hyped because I know that they've got a bajillion other projects beforehand, <laughs> and who knows if they'll exist when it when it's about to be coming out. Yeah, and the weird thing is, obviously, they just showed off two games, and in the same week, we find out the two head guys of Bioware have left the studio. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, who knows? I don't know what's going on in that studio. That studio is a mystery to me. Um. But as long as I get my Dragon Age, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yes. Yes. But Alfonso, are you a fan of Mass Effect? I am a fan of Mass Effect. 
to a certain point. Are yes, you excited there's for rumors, this? There's rumors that they was making this. I was skeptical because it ended up three. But now knowing that this takes place after three, I'm interested to see what happens after three. So, Well, that's the big a, thing, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. The way three ended, everybody's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is the worst ending in history. And yeah. it's never going to continue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now it yeah. is. So does this mean they're rewriting the ending to three? No, it's, it's they've gone with the destroyed ending. Which is even better, in my opinion. No happy endings, baby. <laughs> but that does not mean that everybody is dead. Yeah, no, I'm sure there's some way to save people. Yeah, no, the destroy ending was just destroy all the synthetics, like the robots. So any all the robots and the mass effect relays were destroyed. That was the destroy ending. Do you think any... Shepard is alive? I mean, he's not a robot, is he? Yeah, well, she found his armor in a desolate planet, so I'm gonna say he's probably dead. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe you know he got an explosion, and you know he's somewhere out there. This know. is gonna be Star Trek. He's gonna be Spog just hanging out in a cave. What's wrong with I you, mean... man? <laughs> What's wrong with that? Yeah. Oh my God, no, no. <laughs> Hell, he might not even be on that planet anymore. Sorry, he or she, depending on how you play. Yeah, he or she <laughs> might not be on that planet. Them might not be on the planet anymore. They might have left. Who knows? Who knows? Like I said, we don't know anything about the story or what's going on in this game. People, go dissect the trailer so I know more info. Please. Go full Broly <laughs> on us and sat in a cave eating whatever the hell Broly ate and drank that juice. <laughs> <laughs> Bring that juice. <laughs> Put on that juice, man. <laughs> uh, I knew it. Mass Effect takes place on Ragnarok, dude. God, Kratos is going to show up. <laughs> uh, I'm here for Thor. <laughs> hello. What's uh, going on? <laughs> but alrighty, Ben, you don't want to talk about this because you're angry about it, but I'm going to talk about it because we should talk about it. Uh, Game of the War- Awards. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the only one that Ben will probably agree on is the player's voice, which is the players choosing Game of the Year, and no. they voted for Ghost of Tsushima. Yay! No, 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 I'll, I'll agree <laughs> with a couple more. Well, okay, I'll go through them. I'll go through them, but players voted for Ghost of Tsushima as their Game of the Year. I'm okay with that. The only thing I'm not okay with was I the news that broke that hackers hacked into the Game Awards voting system just to make sure The Last of Us 2 didn't win. So I don't know how legitimate this win is at this point because of that. Mm-hmm. And then also Neil Druckmann went to Twitter and started threatening people who didn't vote for Last of Us. So <laughs> That I don't know about, actually. <laughs> All right, let's get on to it then. Most anticipated game. We had God of War sequels, what they called it. I think they confirmed it's called Ragnarok, though. Um, yeah. So God, God of War sequel. <laughs> yeah, God of War Ragnarok, Halo Infinite, Horizon Forbidden West, Resident Evil Eight Village, and Breath of the Wild sequel. By the um, way, that one I yeah we because we don't off know topic, but while we're talking about Resident Evil Eight, the entire plot leaked today. Yes, 
the entire leaked. plot ending the ending cutscenes leaked the final boss fight leaked yeah do everything you can to avoid it please because assholes are literally disguising this news as actual resident evil 8 news and once you click on the news the spoiler images are right in front of you um it's a shame this has happened from the uh massive breach that they had um i don't remember what the breach the ransom breach i think it was yeah the the ransomware breach where a crap ton of capcom stuff leaked and apparently they got a lot of this information as well and it's really sad I feel so bad for everybody who's been working on that game um, to have this happen. So please try to avoid it as much as you can. Um, I just don't know what Capcom can do about it. Nothing. So, yeah. It's already out on the internet now. So once it's on the internet, that's it. It's gone. You can't do anything. The only thing, the only thing I can say is I hope companies like Google with YouTube and Twitch and Reddit and Twitter they stop these things from happening as they appear as much as they uh, can. Yep. Um, because it's sad. It really is. This game is yeah. not even going to come out until probably March or May, so there's still a long time for this game to come out, and unfortunately yeah, well, this is happening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, uh, Resident Evil 8 Village, Breath of the Wild sequel, and Elden Ring were the nominees, and the winner, uh, in my opinion, a big surprise, was Elden Ring. The yeah. most anticipated game. That's because nobody's seen anything about it and people want stuff to know. <laughs> nobody knows anything. All we I'm... know is George R. R. Martin, uh, the writer of Game of Thrones, has created the world for this game. Uh, oh. That's literally all we know. And, and we, we got a CG how trailer. how bad he is as well. <laughs> of I'm finishing sorry. things, yes. <laughs> you do know he uses like a PC from the 80s with like MS-DOS, right? Hey, his entire books are on freaking floppy disks, man. Remote. <laughs> because no, he said the reason why he uses that is because modern software has like spell checks, and because he likes to make like words up, he hates the fact that it constantly tells him the word spelt wrong. So he uses something that doesn't have spell check. That's fantastic. Oh. Um. So yeah, people obviously have been expecting to see this game for a while now. I knew. For a fact, it wasn't going to be at the Game Awards. Um, and I'll tell you why. Because Microsoft has some sort of deal with Bandai Namco and from software with this game. Um, I can't say what it is. I can't say if it's just uh, advertisements uh, to promote the game on Xbox or if it's a timed exclusive. I will say that it could be a timed exclusive. Pretty game uh, but they do have some sort of deal. So the only time, the, the day you'll see Elden Ring is going to be when Microsoft has some sort of event. And that's that's when it's you'll probably see. Game Pass. That's one of the things they're doing. Most likely, yeah. Um, but I was surprised. Uh, I have to wonder, again, the legitimacy of this. Uh, I honestly would have believed it would have been God of War. Um, yeah. I would have gone but Horizon. You would have gone Horizon? Because we've oh. at least had some trailers on it, so people will be anticipating it because of that. God of War is anticipated because it's God of War, but we don't know anything else. Horizon has that sort of, you know, we're, yeah, we know what it is and we're excited. Yeah. Oh, well. But Elden Ring is the winner. So I'm not going to do any of the esports or the content creator stuff because 
I don't want to. <laughs> if you want esports stuff, go check out Checkpoint XP on on your local radio station in America, or check it on Twitch. There you go. But let's get on this. Uh, best multiplayer game. We had Animal Crossing New Horizons, Call of Duty Warzone, Fall Guys, uh, Valorant, and Among Us. And the winner was Among Us. Worth it. Again, it. surprise for me. Um, I would have assumed it'd be Fall Guys or Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the problem with those people two like games, that, I'm going to say this. The problem with those two games... And the same problem VGA has every year, any award show with video games at least. Gamers <laughs> have really short attention spans. So whoever so. came out just before the award show, or is the most hype just before the award show, even if that hype dies down really fast and people go back to the first game, that's going to win it. That's yeah. that's how it pretty much always goes. Makes me sad. Uh, best debut game. We have Carry On, Mortar, Mortal Shell, Raja, an Ancient Epic, uh, Roki, and Plasmophobia, with Plasmophobia winning that award. For those who don't know Plasmophobia, it's a game where you're, I believe, stuck in a house and some crazy witch lady is trying to kill you. But what's cool about it is it uses your microphone. So you played it? No. Have you played it? People play it. You watch play it? Yeah. 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 That's pretty uh, cool. The microphone, it basically, if you make any sounds, it like alerts the actual witch. So, Ooh, nice. That's pretty, got, pretty like, innovative. Calm your breath and stuff like that. You got to be like, Which is hard to do when you're in a horror game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good on that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. So, congratulations to Connect Games for that win. Uh, best sports and racing game. We had Dirt 5, F1 2020, NBA 2K21, FIFA 21, and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater winning that award. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Not really a surprise. The surprise for me is that it, I believe it only won this award because this year they didn't have a remake remaster award which i believe they had last year yeah. <laughs> uh. so they threw it in this one um alfonso thoughts quickly no i agree yeah, yeah. same reason okay moving on then best sim and strategy game we have microsoft's fight simulator crusader kings 3 desperados 3 Gears Tactics and XCOM Chimera Squad with probably the most obvious win of all with Microsoft Flight Simulator. I don't yep. know. I would have given it to Gears Tactics. You think so? But well, yeah. I guess if you look at the strategy part. Yeah, that that really should have been two gate two giant two rewards there. <laughs> yeah. Well, to me, it wasn't a surprise, though. I, I mean, when, when, when does Microsoft, three. if Microsoft Fight Simulator has a strategy part, I might actually buy the game. If I have to, like... The strategy is landing the goddamn plane, man. Turn-based yeah. combat. <laughs> with, I've got to take nine turns to get across Europe. Uh, how do you think they do it in real life, man? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, when, this I'm is why the sync comes in. 
you know, it's actually a one-hour flight that takes 15 hours, but you have to wait each turn for the opponent to take its turn. <laughs> Don't hate, man. <laughs> Alrighty. It's literally the best Microsoft game of the last generation. <laughs> well, well, congrats. One out of five games. Yeah. Best yeah. family game. We have Animal Crossing's New Horizons. Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, should not be in that category. No, it should not. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a family game. Fall Guys, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, Minecraft Dungeons, and Paper Mario the Origami King. With Mario Kart I... Live Home Circuit should be under the most expensive video game. <laughs> <laughs> should be under the Sim one, and Strategy if you have pets. Good luck yeah. playing that game with pets in the house. Uh, with the winner, uh, no surprise in my opinion, Animal Crossing New Horizon. Yeah. I think yeah. Animal Crossing really should have got more awards. It really should have. It really, really should have. <laughs> uh, yeah, Crash Bandicoot, no. That's not a family no. game. That is the hardest platformer ever made. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, no. Best fighting game, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate Edition, Grand Blue Fantasy versus Street Fighter V Champion Edition, One Punch Man, A Hero Nobody Knows, and Under Night in Birth. And I'm not going to pronounce the rest of it because it's impossible. Uh, Under uh, Night in Birth EX Late CLR. For some reason, thank oh, you. No, that's the name <laughs> of the company. I was going to say, I'm looking on Wiki and it's like, Under Night in Birth EX Late CR French Bread. <laughs> no, that's the name of the company, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. With no surprise again for me, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate Edition taking that award. Yep. Um, yeah, One Punch Man, come on. Man. Never, I would just delete the best <laughs> fighting, in my opinion. You think they should delete it? This year, this really Do you think because... they should add some of the fighting games to best ongoing game? Because that's essentially what it is now. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they really are. I agree and with you. And then add One Punch Man to the best crap game. <laughs> My favorite category, best role-playing game. We have Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, Genshin Impact, Persona 5 Royal, Wasteland 3, and Yakuza Like a Dragon with like, Final Fantasy Wasteland VII 3, Remake. Wasteland that was a sim strategy game. Wasteland 3? Yeah. No, it's it's a post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. strategy game. I think it should have been in the best sim strategy category. Yes, that's what I thought. <laughs> Maybe they just didn't have enough RPGs. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but the winner, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Again, no surprise. Um, actually, surprise, to be honest with you. Um, I would have thought Persona 5 Royal would have taken it. I but don't again, think seven remake or royal should have been in there. Really, for me, it would have been Genshin Impact and Lakuza Like a Dragon, because <laughs> I, I, as much as it's a remake, it's I don't know. Both of them, it's the same problem with fighting games for me. It's like most of those fighting games are remake, not as much as the others. But Persona Five Royale, I don't know. I love Persona Five, but it's oh. an updated version. It should have been in a yeah. different category. Yeah. The remaster remake category, which doesn't yeah. exist this year. Which they could have had because of so many of them. Yeah. Uh, but that's just me. I, I, yeah, no, it's fair fine. enough. I love Fantasy Seven, great. But 
it, for me, it'd even been Genshin Impact, which I've played. I've played Yakuza like a dragon, but that's only because I'm waiting for the PS5 version whenever that comes out next year. Mm -hmm. Be just because I've heard that the save file doesn't transfer from 4 to 5. And I'm not one yeah. of those per people to replay an RPG. I'm sorry, but once I've beaten the RPG, it's very rarely that I'll go back and play again. I might go play it back okay. again in years, but not if I play it now and it comes out in March, I'm not going to play that game. <laughs> well, there's a lot coming out in March as well. Yeah. I don't know, by the way. That's just a guess. I don't know when Like a Dragon's coming out on PS5. Alrighty. Best Action Adventure, The Last of Us Part 2, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Tsushima, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Ori and the Will of the Wisp. I don't know how that's in this category. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order with The Last of Us Part 2 taking that award. It really ben? shouldn't have. <laughs> I, this I is a very stacked category of I games. I would not call Last of Us an action-adventure game. Would you call it something else? I would call it a stealth-based game with some action and adventure. Compared no to category Ghost of Tsushima, for stealth. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Valhalla has barely any stealth nowadays. It's more like an additional feature. Especially which yeah. you can turn on and off. <laughs> yeah, you can turn it on and off the instant stab moves now. So for me, mm -hmm. that should have gone to Ghost of Tsushima. Or Spider-Man, because Spider-Man is what I would consider a pure action-adventure game. Yep. Okay. Even Star okay. Wars. Last I'm going to go... I'm going to say it's the last one. <laughs> I would have gone with the same thing. Yeah. It's not an action-adventure. Do you explore in that game? Plenty of exploration in... Last of Us Part 2. Yeah, you can play it stealth, but towards the end of that game, I just went ham sandwich, start killing everything. I got tired of the stealth. <laughs> Plus, there's no stealth category. Sorry. <laughs> but, for some reason, there is an well, best got, action. We could have got rid Go of ahead. fighting for stealth. If there's enough stealth games, yeah. yeah. But, I do want to say... Congrats to Sony for having three games in that category out yeah. of the six. Or seven, I should say. So, Sony, in one year. <laughs> in one year. <laughs> All right. Best action game. We have Hades, Doom Eternal, Half-Life Alex, Neo 2, and Streets of Rage 4 with Hades taking that award. Hades should have been an action adventure. Yes. <laughs> and that would have got my best action adventure. Yeah, uh, and... This uh, action should have been Doom. <laughs> yeah, probably. I would go for Neo 2, because that's my personal game of the year, but yeah. it wasn't nominated in... You know what Neo 2 could have been? Maybe stealth. It's not stealth. <laughs> Neo 2 is not a stealthy game. Are you crazy? <laughs> well, it should go to the, 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 the Demon Souls category. Uh, the best Souls-like? <laughs> have its own category now <laughs> nice dude um already break dancing can be part of the olympics we can have best souls like in the pgas uh innovation in accessibility assassin's creed valhalla grounded 
uh, Hyperdot, Watch Dogs Legion, and The Last of Us Part 2, which is the winner as well. I've seen, obviously, firsthand some of the accessibility options in The Last of Us Part 2. They have a shit ton to help a lot of people with uh, visual impairments, hearing impairments. They've, they have a lot of stuff, as does Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah. Um, I don't know about Grounded or Watch Dogs Legion or the other one, but those two I know have a lot. Seems decent. Yeah. But that's remember, it's Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs are Ubisoft, so of course they shared the same sort of. Uh, but no, I would not complain. Last, this is the award I would agree that Last of Us deserves. This is mm-hmm. the only award I agree it deserves, but that's. The, <laughs> <laughs> Alfonso, any thoughts really quickly? Uh, nah, not really. What about on best action? I kind of forgot to ask you. What was, what was best action again? Hades, Hades. Doom, Half-Life, Neo 2, and Streets of Rage 4. Y'all surprised Neo 2 didn't get that. Yeah. I, it should have been Neo 2 or Doom, in my opinion. Probably Doom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, uh, best VR slash AR game, Half-Life Alex. Dreams, Iron Man VR, Star Wars Squadrons, and The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners with Half-Life Alex winning that award, which is no surprise because yeah. if Valve oh, makes a game, it's going to win. <laughs> Even though it should have been Dreams because you can make as many VR AR games as you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the best one because it's also the worst ones. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay. Oh, can Best I do the com- next one? Go for it. Best community sport. Final Fantasy fourteen. Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> Final Fantasy fourteen. Final Fantasy fourteen. And Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> and the uh, winner <laughs> is Fall Guys somehow. <laughs> Apex Legends, Destiny Two, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, Valorant. And Fall Guys is the winner. Gary. I would have given it to Fortnite. Yeah. Same. Personally. Or even sure. Destiny 2. They, they've done some crazy shit for Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. So. But, Fall Guys, that's fine too. I think all these companies have done a really good job for their community. I, to be honest with you. So, that's a very hard one to pick. I was very shocked that No Man's Sky didn't get it. <laughs> it did win I something. Guess, really. we'll, we'll get to it. <laughs> I guess really they did. They, they, uh, I guess really there was no community support with them. They did a lot for the community, but there was no real like back and forth like the other ones. Because Four yeah. Guys is always on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Best mobile game. Uh, Call of Duty Mobile. Genshin Impact. Legends of Ruteria. Pokemon Cafe Mix. Dragon Ball Dokken Bow. The winner was Among Us. I mean, should have been Genshin Impact. It really should have. Uh, but it is yeah. what it is. Gary, best mobile game? Apart from Dokken uh, Bell. Genshin Impact for me. It should have been Genshin Impact. Even <laughs> though I don't play Genshin Impact on my phone. That game is leaps and bounds ahead of every goddamn game I've seen on mobile to this yeah. day. 
Oh. Among Us plays well because of yeah the way it w- works, but still, I don't know. I would go with Genshin Impact myself. What about you, Alfonso? For me, I I don't play, but I know people who has and yeah, Genshin Impact. Oh, and Among Us is free on mobile as well, by the way. That probably helped it. Um, <laughs> best indie title. Carry on, Fall Guys, Splunky Two, Spiritfarer, and the winner was Hades. Which yes, I agree, Hades was the best out of all those. Though I would, I would also put Genshin Impact under best indie. Wouldn't yeah, it? I just think the studio that owns Miho Yoho is too big <laughs> I mean... to to be considered indie. But yeah, what can you do? You know, well, I just want to say really quickly with Hades, I feel like if Hades was available on more platforms than the Switch, it would have won more awards. Oh, yeah. I think a very small amount of people were able to play that game, and that's why it's it didn't on, win. Oh, no, PC and Switch. Yeah. If it was on PlayStation and Xbox, I think it would have yeah. gotten a lot more recognition than oh, it yeah. did. Uh, so, Alfonso, best indie? Uh, what was it again? Hades was the winner. Uh, it was Carry On, Fall Guys, Splunky Two, Spirit Fairer, Fara, Fairy. As much as I want to choose Splunky Two, yeah, I have to go with Hades. Uh, I bought for I bought Splunky Two, but I still haven't played it because I bought it for the co-op on PC, but it still doesn't work. Last I knew. No. Best ongoing, No Man's Sky. Damn it, I said that right. Anyway, Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Call of Duty, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky 1. Yeah, well, Should have been Destiny 2. Eh. No Man's Sky has done so much for free that I, I can understand why they got it. But yeah, Destiny 2. Well, this is a category that needs some expanding. Yeah, because... Final Fantasy 14. <laughs> yeah, not just that, Ben, but World pretty much... World of Warcraft every... as well, the last expansion was pretty good. Yeah, if if you're going to have this category, you really have to look at a lot of games at this point because every game at this point is ongoing, um, whether you want to believe that or not. Okay. Like you said, Final Fantasy fourteen is is a very big one that really got screwed in these awards for sure. Um, yeah. But this is a category they need to really think hard on because where was Overwatch in this this time? You know? There's a lot of games missing. You mentioned World of Warcraft. Um, they got rid of the best MMO category. Yep. For best ongoing game. And then you exclude the games that make that category even possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> games so, yeah. for impact. Oh, sorry, Gary. What, do you want to go with which best ongoing? Oh, for me? Uh, I would say it's Fortnite. Yeah. Unfortunately. I, uh, it's even no, no, it's Sky kind of Fortnite for me. Um, games for Impact. Tell me why. If found, Kentucky wrote zero, Spiritfarer, and Through Darkest Times. I don't know any of these games, so I, I don't know. Neither do I. <laughs> I know some of them. Uh, tell me why is the Dotmon Xbox exclusive game 
Um, I feel like this game won simply because it dealt with trans and gay rights and and people, um, which I don't want to sound mean or spiteful towards that, um, but I feel like that's why it had such a big impact um, and why it won. Personally, I think it should have been Kentucky Route Zero because that game is pretty goddamn good. Um, you know, I would, but, you would tell me why just because I like Don't Nod. Yeah. They took me to the pub and got us free drinks. <laughs> nice. Uh, and food. Free drinks and food. It was, yeah, when the first um, Life is Strange was announced, uh, there was like an exclusive event where a few people were invited and I was invited to it. Um, it was like around the corner from the Eurogamer Expo at the time. Um, they So they didn't have to bother with the hassle of Eurogamer Expo. They just booked the pub. And upstairs had like a room with, where they showcased some of the early footage of the game. And then the other room had some... Yeah, we could play with some of the, the dev teams and stuff like that. And then all the food and stuff like that was free. Mm. So thanks, Don't Nod. <laughs> uh, but no, I would go with Tell Me Why as well. Uh, best performance. Ashley Johnson as Ellie. Oh, I'm going to say these wrong. Daisuke Suji. Daisuke Suji <laughs> as Jin Sakai. Logan Cunningham as Hades. Najee Yeta as Miles Morales. And Laura Bailey as Abby. Laura Bailey won. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I can't say one. yes or no because I've not played Last of Us 2, so I can't say how good <laughs> her performance was. So People were so mad. If you watch, if you were on Twitter when she won that award, people were so bad. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Just because she played a character they don't like. <laughs> Good on her. Oh. Best audio design: The Last of Us Part. Oh, damn it, I said it right. Half Life, Ghost of Tsushima, Resident Evil Three, and Doom Eternal. I mean, as soon as I say Last of Us Two, you basically know that they've won it. So. <laughs> um, I I can't say though the first game did have good music, so I'm not surprised that the second game had good music. Well, best best audio design is not music; it's more um, sound effects, yeah. things like that. Yeah, the, uh, I would have uh, I would have gone with Resident Evil Three personally. I personally was, was probably going with Ghost of Shima. Yeah, Ghost. I don't know when I hear Nemesis in the background yelling at me, I'm like, no. Don't. <laughs> Don't tentacle rape me, please. <laughs> what well, you say that while also bending down? Hey, I had to pick up that item. Oh my god! Don't tentacle rape me, Emma Summer. Oh my god, Ben. <laughs> no, I I think the monster sound effects and and all that was really exceptional. Oh. So. Man. It's been a big episode this week. We're at two hours. Shit, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> Best score of music. Doom Eternal. Hades. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. The Last of Us Part 2. And Final Fantasy VII Remake. Final Fantasy VII Remake, guy. Well deserved, too. Uh... 
No, uh, dude, they remastered that entire soundtrack from the original, and it was wonderful. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, again, I would put that in the remaster category. I would want to give it to somebody that was new. So, but that's just me. Oh, well, yeah, but again, like I said, they got rid of that category, so it can't yeah. be in it. So, yep. No, but I, I, I love the, the soundtrack. I love the remastered soundtrack to that game. I loved I it, but I, well. I don't know. I don't think I would. I don't think I would. So, all of you agree that Final Fantasy VII deserve it, except for me, the Final yeah. Fantasy fanboy. <laughs> well, what do you think deserved it then? Uh, out of those Hades, because I really like the music that I've heard from it. And it's new and original, so. Right. Well, if Doom is anything like it, the old Doom games, then yes, I would give it to Doom. But See? Hades... Last, last of Us 2 didn't win everything. No, it didn't, which is good. <laughs> it's also not going to win the next one. I'm going to spoil that because I'm so happy. Uh, best Art Direction. Final Fantasy VII Remake, Hades, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Last of Us Part Two, which I've confirmed did win it. Ghost of Tsushima is the winner. Girls, yes. Yeah. If Last of Us won this, then I would, I would, I know there's all those videos about Naughty Dog paying off BGAs, which is not real, by the way. There's no way they paid them off. But if if Best Art Direction went to Last of Us compared to Ghosts, I would be closer to believing nice. I'm sorry, but (laughs) Ghosts has such a cool stylish effect based on the old samurai movies that it really deserves it. It's not Best Graphics. I mean, you could argue it is, but it's not the best graphics section. It's the best art direction, which is completely different. Last yeah. of Us 2 would win best graphics because of the details they put in such a... Because it's a linearish game, so they can yeah. you know, have yeah. better you know, focus on the details. Yeah. But it's not best graphics. It's best art direction, which means Ghost of Shima deserves it way more. Uh do you want to carry on, Gary? My nose is blocking up. Yeah, of course. Best narrative: Ghosts of Tsushima, Thirteen Sentinels, Aegis Rim, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Hades, and your winner, The Last of Us Part Two. I fully agree with this. <laughs> I love the story. I love how it pissed people off, and I love that it didn't take anything. How can I put this? Easy. They weren't too. They they weren't afraid of making decisions that were going to piss people off. So yeah, I was I was one of those people that was pissed off. But is <laughs> <laughs> naughty dog? You can't when it comes to storytelling. <laughs> naughty dog has that magic. It is because of that magic that my anger dissolved after finishing it. So yeah, yeah, yeah I. W- Go ahead, Ben. I personally would give it to Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'd, I would have also given it to Seven Remake if it wasn't for the ending. See, I love <laughs> the ending. The ending was why I, hate I did it. it. I hate the ending. I would not have given it because of it. Because it's a remake. It's not a remaster, so I'm expecting a difference to the original. No, I, I would expect them to add and change things uh, on a smaller scale than what they did with that game. They literally rewrote the entire story going forward with that ending. 
Yeah, and... which I'm excited for because it means that it's going to be a completely new experience for me. I pl- I've played seven. I can go back and play seven anytime I want. I I like the idea of a new experience in the same universe. Well, that's fine. You can be happy about that, man. I'm happy that you're happy about that. But to me, I feel like it's a, a cop out to keep a much loved character alive that should not be alive. I mean, we can spoil <laughs> it because it's been what nine months or ten months. It's been a while. I guess. Yeah. Uh, Zach is alive, supposedly. I still, I still think my idea of how the story is going to go that will be how it goes. Well, the thing is, now we don't even know if this is the Sephiroth we know, if it's a Sephiroth from a different time period as well. To me, what they did with the story here is what they did with Advent Children by bringing Sephiroth back. It made absolutely no sense, but they had to do it because it's Sephiroth. Speaking about that, (laughs) again, we almost forgot, Sephiroth's coming to Smash, right? He is coming to Smash. That That was an excitement. Now, that announcement... I don't think anybody saw it coming. No, but I <laughs> might buy Smash Brothers now. <laughs> I need to redownload Smash. <laughs> Not only that, he killed the hand enemy that was killing everybody in the beginning of the game. <laughs> yeah, with one hit. <laughs> with one hit, yeah. No, I thought it was oh, an amazing no. announcement. The way that announcement happened with him just killing him and then the one-winged angel starts playing and everybody freaked out on stream. It was great watching some of those reaction videos, people freaking out. Yeah, uh, yeah I, was, my favorite was uh, Afro Senju, I think. It was great. Uh, but now, do you want to know my theory on how Seven is going to go? Sure. Remember in the original Seven, you had the final part where your party split up to fight different parts of Sephiroth? Yes. I feel like we're going to have Sephiroth in two different time streams the Zack timeline and our timeline. Um, and then. As we're playing through the main game, which will follow the, basically the same storyline as the original in a way, with a few tweaks, we'll also have like little cutscenes, maybe at the end of each part or like at certain chapters, where we see Cloud and Zack also going through like a little story of their own, and then it somehow ends with both of us having to kill Sephiroth in our individual time streams at the same time. Uh, I don't know. Could be kind of how they had to kill. Sephiroth in two different pot- spots at the same time in the original to actually kill him. Well, Geneva, yeah. should we say. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the ending may change a lot of iconic moments from the original seven that I don't want them to change. Uh, it's not just Zack that's alive. It was, Biggs is alive too. Yeah. And possibly <laughs> Jesse. Possibly. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens with part two. We'll see. Uh, Best game direction. Now, this is the award Ben doesn't want to talk about. (laughs) Best game direction. We have Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Half-Life Alex, and your winner, The Last of Us Part (laughs) Two. I mean, I think we already know who I wanted to win it. Ghost? Seven Remake. Oh, Seven Remake. Okay. Alfonso? Yeah, last. Yeah, I'm with The Last of Us Part 2 as well. For the same reasons I talked about with narrative. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I just gave the same reason in narrative why I would want seven remake. And the last award game of the year, we have Hades, Ghost of Tsushima, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Doom Eternal, and Animal Crossing New Horizon with Oh, sorry, and The Last of Us Part Two, which of course won Game of the Year. Yeah. Yeah. I I would have given it to Animal Crossing. I personally. for me it's very confusing, okay. I might have given it to Last of Us. Uh, just because Animal Crossing was great for quarantine, but I wouldn't consider it the game of the year. Uh, I would, I would give it the. <laughs> I know it's, it wouldn't make sense for most of them, but like an experience of the year kind of thing. I wouldn't really call it a game of the year. It's it was something yeah. people to communicate to each other and chat and you know able to bond without being able to visit each other, being able to visit each other, but you know in a video game instead of in real life. Yeah, with the world. Jumping. Um, yeah. Seven yeah, because, I, oh, sorry, carry on, Alfonso. Yeah, I have to agree with you on the horizon because, to be honest, this quarantine didn't happen. Yeah. People wouldn't put the amount of time they did because everyone was home. Because people was at work, kids was in school. So, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you on that. Fantasy 7 Remake, well, I wouldn't give because of the remake, and I don't want to give a remake a game of the year, even though. Aldi's is probably my game of the year. I just wouldn't because of that reason. Uh, Ghost of Shima, that was it's high up for me. Uh, Hades again, I love it, but I wouldn't call it a game of the year. And Doom Eternal, I don't know. Doom has always been a shooty bang bang game to me, and not really a game of yeah. the year contender. It's a game you put in for a few hours to have some fun and relax. But it's not mm-hmm. something that would draw me in, and I'm excited to learn about the lore of Doom Guy. I just want to shoot some demons and run around and shoot more demons while <laughs> listening to a rock music soundtrack. So, out of those, I'd have to say Last of Us, but that's only because out of those. Eh. No, yeah, out of those, like I said, for me, it would be Animal Crossing. I, I agree with what you guys said about it, but I also disagree that it's because of quarantine that it's so loved. Animal Crossing has always been loved. Uh, people have been looking forward to this Animal Crossing for a very long time, um, even before quarantine happened, and it just so happened to coincide with the quarantine that it became so popular, but I think it's, it was always going to be this popular no matter what. Um but for me, it's when it comes to an original game, uh, Neo 2 is the one I would have gone for. That is my 2020 game of the year. Um, but if you're going to throw remakes and remasters and any of that in there, definitive editions, then nothing is going to compete with Dragon Quest Eleven as definitive edition. That is on a level beyond anything for me. So... Anyway, we're going to wrap this up now because my voice is dying and we've been recording for over two hours. So yes, we'll talk more about our, our thoughts next episode, I think. Oh, yeah, there's also some stuff I wanted to talk about that wasn't at the Game Awards that probably should have been. Yeah. But we'll do that next time. We've got, we've got, we've got, we've got to do more content next week. So, <laughs> And then we've got Christmas. Right so. before Christmas. Yay. 
the bells ring. Do, 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 do. Anyway, Gary, how can they contact you and have you got any shout outs? Uh, shout out to you guys as always. Shout out to Chris, Tim, uh, the listeners, my boy Ed, and his adorable new kitty, Princess Peach, as they dubbed her. Um, yeah, shout out to them, listeners. Thank you for listening. Um, you can reach me on Twitter at Gagalush. That's G A G L A U S H. Alfonso, have you got a shout out? So, how can they contact you? Shout out to you, Ben. Shout out to you, Gary. Shout out to all the listeners, to the followers. Game Awards, eh, the trailers, yes. Not only did we get new trailers, we also got some trailers from Marvel, which I'm so looking forward to Loki. That's the one that interested me the most. Yes, we got some dates. Uh, Division is coming out January. Loki's in May. Uh, Falcon and, and Winter Soldier in March. There's a bunch of Marvel stuff. This is looking up because it's too much to, to recap. But uh, you can follow me on Twitter at AliShan7. Uh, you can contact me, MJ Oscar Chili. I want to shout out to everyone that that listens. Thank you all. We'll be back next week with more stuff. So until then, have a good week. Video games. Bye.